Hello everyone and welcome to 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. It's episode 68. Time for the country artists, labels, PRs and fans to start thinking outside of the box. Yep, hello everyone. It's uh, episode 68 of uh, this little podcast and um, it's going to be an interesting one, I think, this one. We are six months into this pandemic now in terms of the music industry just shutting its doors. And um, the word is that I, you know, the word that I'm getting is that there are going to be no tours from American touring artists um, next year either. I mean, you know, it's not it's not rocket science, is it? The 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 restrictions on numbers and venues and event and events are going to sort of preclude um, Americans coming over um, in, in any great number. I know that there are some gigs beginning to happen in London and places like that where people can sit in tables of six in venues and hear some live music. But um, that's going to be few and far between. Uh, the, the restrictions that are in place right now don't look like they're going to go away anytime soon. I know the government are toying with... Um, uh, fans at football games in limited numbers and they've been talking about the theatre and things like this but as far as the music that we like to go to which is in you know dark sweaty clubs or big loud aircraft hangar arenas I just can't see that coming back anytime soon I, I really don't think C2C will happen next March the best I think we can hope for is is they move it to a later time in the year um, maybe the 2021 Long Road Festival could be a possibility next September. I mean, it's dependent on vaccines. It's dependent on all sorts of things that our crystal balls aren't going to, you know, be able to, to tell us. So, there's, you know, we are faced with the possibility right now of no live music for another year, at least in, in any shape that we knew pre-pandemic. So at this point, we've got to ask ourselves as fans, you know, what can we do to support the musicians um, that we love uh, and keep them afloat? As you know, I, I write for Lyric Magazine, um, lyricmagazine.co.uk, and Lyric is part of the Destination Country Network, which is, you know, an affiliate network of sites like Lyric and Your Life in a Song and Entertainment Focus Country and Off the Record and Triple Threat Entertainment that have come together to try and create fan-driven experiences to put the artists and the fans together as you know in, in as many ways as we possibly can. We we had this idea this time last year uh, and we had uh, meet and greets with Willie Jones and Charles Eston arranged for C2C in March. Uh, and we had to cancel them on the day because that was the day that Trump shut the borders and everything got cancelled. So we feel at Destination Country, we reacted quite quickly. And ever since March, we've been hosting live streams. We've been hosting Facebook shows. We host Zoom events with artists where artists and fans can speak to each other and listen to music. And we are still committed to providing you know fan driven experiences that uh, no one else in the UK is doing right now um but what was interesting last weekend on facebook is i left a post asking for you know people's recommendations on who they would like us to work with over the 
winter months who they would like us to try and get live streams or Facebook shows or Zoom events with. Um, and the feedback was fascinating. So at least 50% of the people that fed back to me on this Facebook thread were were completely I'm not, I'm not prepared to watch live streams I don't want to watch uh people singing I could just go to YouTube uh if I wanted to watch people singing on my laptop or I you know I'm not prepared to even watch a free live stream because I'm on destination country uh, all our Facebook shows are free the the shows that we host on stage it um we charge a ticket price of three pounds fifty and and once stage it have taken their fee all that money has been going to the artist. So we, we don't see, we haven't been making money from this in any shape or form. But I was ever so surprised that half of the, you know, the respondents had no inclination to do any live streams um, in any shape or form. They just weren't willing to entertain the notion that they should or would want to support artists in that way. And that's fair enough. You can't force people to do something that they don't want to do. But it, it made me realise on top of, you know, the gathering COVID storm of this potential second wave that's happening right now in England, that I do think country music as a community has to start looking at this thing that we love in a different way and not just the fans I'm talking about the artists the labels the PR companies themselves because if there is no live music in the way that we want there to be for in 2021 either this genre which is you know it's still an embryonic genre in England to in many respects is going to change and decline potentially in ways that are going to affect it forever you know, the, the fans have a responsibility to support artists and whether that's watching live streams, you know, buying merchandise, buying hard copies of music on vinyl or CD. You know, we do have an obligation. We can't just go away for 18 months and say, well, look, I'm, I don't like doing it like this. I'll give you my money in 18 months time when you come back and do things like you used to do in the good old days because the artists aren't going to be around. There isn't going to be a music industry to support if fans pull their heads into their turtle shells and just go, if I can't have it the way it was before, I am not having it at all. So my first call on this podcast is for fans to start thinking a little bit outside of the box. And, you know, you need to find avenues of supporting musicians in the way that you would have supported before that's different. And it might be revenue streams that you aren't 100% keen on. But if we don't do it, if we as fans don't support, and um, when I say support, I don't mean listening to music on Spotify, where the artists don't get, you know, anything but 0.004 pence per stream. I mean, you know, for the huge artists, for your Aldeans and your Sheltons and your Miranda Lamberts and your Carries, that's fine. But the, everyone else down for the lower, you know, for your B minus into C plus level artists, they need support beyond the Spotify streams. And it's up to us as fans to try and do that. My second call is to the record labels and the PRs and the artists themselves to start thinking a little bit more outside the box. Because 
a lot of artists have disappeared. Now, a lot of artists that we support in the country music genre can afford to disappear. You know, those those artists I mentioned, um, your Dan and Shays, that level of artists have earned enough money where they can probably go, do you know what, this wasn't part of our plan, but we can live on this money for a little bit. The record labels of those huge artists, you know, your Brad Paisley's... Um, and your old deans and your carries and things. They don't necessarily need your money. However, if we don't support those level of artists, there's going to be a trickle-down effect in which, you know, the labels like Universal and uh, Capital and Big Machine, they will jettison the emerging level of artists first to try and save costs. No one is going to sack Jason Aldean uh, as a way of saving costs. However, they will jettison the emerging artists that would have come through into country music over the next three, four, five years in order to save costs. So there is a wider issue here that, yeah, you know, you could sit there and go, Blake Shelton doesn't need my money and uh, Carrie Underwood doesn't need my money. But if you don't support the higher level artists, the record labels will get rid of the emerging artists and yes we know record labels are evil and and we know that they are you know a necessary thing that we don't want to support but if we don't do it a whole generation of 17 18 to 25 year olds even well you know in nashville it takes even longer to break through up to 30 year olds are going to walk away from music and and change what the country music industry would have been I also think that the labels themselves and then, you know, conversely, the, the PR people who organise uh, uh, things for us to do with artists need to start thinking outside the box a little bit. You know, we at Destination Country have so many interesting ideas that we pitch to PR companies about putting artists in front of fans. And it's not necessarily revenue making ideas for the artists, but it increases that connection between the fans and the artists, which might mean that further down the line, they are willing to put their hands in the pockets uh, to pay for things. And fans will build up a relationship with an artist. I'm not going to go into the ideas that we've had, but so many ideas that we pitch to PR companies get knocked back. And they're just like, well, we don't want to do this, but would you like to do an interview? And we're like, well, yeah, yes, obviously, because that's what we do this for. But I'm telling you now that the days of, you know, transcribed interviews of 20 minutes in length are, are behind us. It feels almost incredibly old fashioned. Some of the ideas we're pitching to record labels and, and PRs about what we could do as a network and as a group of enthusiastic supporters and again, not making any money from the endeavors that we're trying to do um, are really interesting. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to say them here because I don't want other people to to pinch them and and, uh, and uh, use them for themselves. But the frustration on our end comes when we get replies from PR and from record labels, which is just, no, it's okay, thanks. But, you know, you can have a 20 minute interview next week with this person. And we're like, oh, come on, we need to think outside the box. Engagement levels need to be higher between the fans and the artists if we're going to get through the next 18 months, the next 12 months, 18 months of no live music. 
everybody from the fans to the PR to the labels to the artists needs to start for me to buy into a different way of thinking about the relationship between the fan and the artist. You know, we're going to have to make it a little more personal. We're going to have to make it um, a little different by using the social media outlets that we can use. You know, we need to look at different ways of revenue streams for artists that are involved, not just putting a song out and an interview in a, in a magazine or on a website. You know, this this is my clarion call, really, to everybody involved in country music. If there is going to be very little um, opportunity for live shows in 2021, if C2C is going to end up being cancelled, there has to be different ways of thinking from everyone involved, from the ground up, as Dan and Shay would say, from the fans at the bottom to the artists at the top of the pyramid, the PR and the record labels in the middle. We all need to start buying into new ideas. Let's take some risks. Let's try some new things that haven't been done before involving fan and artist interaction. Don't just poo-poo you fans going, well, I don't like live streams, so I'm not going to do it. And I would ask record labels and PRs not to poo-poo the idea of doing some interesting, innovative and original things um, with us and with the fans as well. To get through what is we are slap bang in the middle of and shows no sign of improving, we all have to buy into helping country music, helping the community and helping the wider genre on both sides of the pond if we are going to come out of this with anything like the industry that we had when we went into it. So fans, let's try and look at things in a different way. Labels, PR and artists, take on board the unusual. Take on board the original. Buy into some new ideas because the new ideas are what's going to keep your fans going through these next troubled months and years. If you've got any thoughts on this and any ideas that you've had or any things that you'd like to say, you can email me at james at lyricmagazine.co.uk. You can find me um, on Twitter um, at rockjames. Um, you can find me on Instagram at dakin underscore james. And you can find Lyric Magazine everywhere that there is good, uh, original, interesting country music content. Thanks for listening today. This has been episode 68 of 10 Minute Country. Next episode is 69, uh, and I'm just going to snigger all the way through it for 10 minutes. Uh-huh.